I believe that in order to actually be able to use this effectively and be able to not have insanely high costs at the top of your funnel, which is what's going to ultimately influence your overall profitability, you need to be able to have ads that actually look different from everybody else. And the only way to do that is to stop talking about pain points and start talking about you. Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help consultants, coaches, entrepreneurs, and small business owners build their businesses after long careers as employees. We believe you should be able to do more of what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner-Khan. Today on Smashing the Plateau, I'm speaking with the CEO of the Ad Girls Agency, Jennifer Spivak. In today's episode, you will learn the four messaging points that will differentiate your digital ads from everyone else. Stay with us to hear all the details. How do you feel about where your business is today? Most of us do our best work in collaborative, supportive environments. Come explore ours. The Smashing the Plateau community can help you build your business through engaging discussions, live events, a private communication platform, accountability partners, and lots more. Learn more at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome Jennifer Spivak. Jennifer is the CEO of the Ad Girls Agency, an all-female Facebook ads agency. She has helped hundreds of businesses generate millions of dollars on Facebook and Instagram, with many seeing a more than 1,000% return on their ad campaigns. Her team enjoys crunching data, helping women-owned businesses make more money and breaking the rules of Facebook ads. Jennifer has been featured in Forbes and the New York Times, listed as a top Facebook ads manager to watch in 2019, and is an adjunct professor of digital marketing at the City College of New York. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, David. How did you get into the specific niche you're in? Because it is very niche. Yeah. You know, it felt a lot more niche a long time ago. I think um, in the online world, there's now more competition than ever with what it is that I do. But when I graduated college, it was 2011. It was like a little bit of like the heyday of social media. I think it was right around the time when businesses were first starting to learn like, hey, this is actually something that we can use for marketing and for advertising. And again, I I went to school for marketing and it just, to be honest with you, like naturally happened. And uh, I realized that specifically conversion-oriented Facebook ads were really easy for me as a consultant at the time to sell because instead of saying, we're going to do social media and get likes and followers and engagement and stuff that felt really vague for a business, I was able to give them really clear numbers and say, hey, we're going to spend X and make Y back. And so in the beginning of my business, when it really was just me, big part of why I, I went into this specific niche was just because I found it to be the easiest offer to sell to, to the clients I wanted to work with. Interesting. Who are your ideal clients? Yeah. So we work with really, I think our category is female owned online businesses um, that tend to fall into three different categories. We work with definitely a lot of female owned e-commerce brands, but also we have a lot of clients in the info product space. So online courses and membership sites, as well as people in the high ticket coaching and high ticket service provider space. Interesting. How did you decide on this particular audience? 
That's a great question. I think <laughs> like looking back, I think it maybe was just kind of something that happened definitely at the beginning of my career. And I think like this is the path that a lot of people follow. It's kind of like, well, you know, kind of work with anybody, right? And so I did work with a lot of different types of businesses at the beginning, but over the last now going on really a decade of, of doing this work, we were able to get really good results with these types of businesses. And I think specifically as it relates to the type of tracking that's available with Facebook ads, anything where the transaction occurs online, we can so clearly attribute revenue to the ads that we're running. Whereas if, for example, it's a brick and mortar and you need to drive foot traffic and then hope that somebody buys something, it just made it so much more complicated. So I think also from the lens of being able to drive and prove results, that was a part of the decision-making process for going after these audiences. And have you always been self-employed since you graduated? Yeah. So um, actually, right when I graduated, I was a minority owner in you know, eventually it was an agency at the time. It was really me and this one guy that I actually met on Craigslist and he had like three clients and wanted to build up an agency. And so right out of college, I spent a couple of years working with him, building his agency. And then at the end of 2014 was when I said, cool, I think I understand how this works. I'm going to go out and, you know, do it entirely by myself, but I've definitely never had a, a traditional job. Is entrepreneurship in your blood? Is it, is it part of like, were there people around you growing up that were entrepreneurs that inspired you? So it's really funny because this question comes up a lot on podcasts. My parents were not entrepreneurial at all. I don't actually have any idea like where I got it from other than I do know that I've been like this my entire life. I, you know, would throw carnivals in the backyard when I was like in kindergarten and first grade and actually like monetize every single booth and make like hundreds of dollars in an afternoon. I think my parents were like a little bit terrified. <laughs> like it wasn't just like a fun little game a kid was playing. I was actually like creating a business. So my brain has just always worked this way, but I, I truthfully do not know where I got it from. Yeah, it's interesting because it, like entrepreneurship is definitely not taught in, in like elementary school. Not at all. No, of course not. Far from it. Yeah, yeah. School, the school system is designed in the industrial age primarily to produce people that would work well in factories. Yep. Yeah. No, I just, I, I, I think I was always, and I still feel this way, I feel excited about the idea of just like creating something from nothing. And so I feel like entrepreneurship is such a great vehicle for that. I mean, there's a literal business that exists in the world that employs all these women. And it's because of an idea that I had eight years ago. Like that still kind of blows my mind like randomly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you probably feel pretty good about it. It, I, it does feel, it does feel pretty great. You know, I mean, again, our, our mission outside of, of course, running Facebook ads is really to put more money in the hands of more women. And so we work with so many female clients and we get to build customer acquisition systems that, you know, create revenue for their business. But then there's the separate part, you know, we're not a massive team, there's 13 of us, but there are, you know, 13 people on the planet that have not only a really great lifestyle, but, you know, really, you know, good income and, and just like a great work environment because of something that like I came up with. So yeah, that is pretty cool. It's definitely pretty cool. <laughs> Who is your business not like your business and your system not good for? Yeah. So as I mentioned before, definitely nothing really brick and mortar. And I think, you know, this really applies to any type of marketing, but it's something I end up talking about a lot. You're not ready to do Facebook ads, period, if you don't have enough validation around your messaging, your offer, and your audience. So if you're coming from a place of, 
hey, I'm still not entirely sure, you know, what it is that I want to offer, or I don't know exactly the right messaging. Like I haven't validated it on clients to understand their pain points and, you know, what it is that they're really looking for. You're going to end up in the trap of spending money on ad and expecting it to do something that it like simply cannot do for you, right? Like it's literally just putting more eyes on the thing that you already have. And so having all of your like marketing 101 foundations in place, again, regarding your offer, your messaging, your pricing and knowing your audience, that should be like, you know, rule number one rule or number one thing that's already in place before you start thinking about amplifying what it is that you're doing with something like a paid advertising system. So give me an example of the kind of business for which this works well. Like what state are they in when they come to you and what do you take them through and where do they end up? Yeah. So specifically the system that we're going to talk about today works really well for any sort of done for you service provider. So the specific types of businesses that I have built this system for where I've seen it work really well, obviously mine first and foremost, and I've also supported a lot of other advertising agencies and marketing agencies to use this system to get clients. A lot of PR agencies, social media freelancers, social media consultants, the podcast booking company that booked our podcast is actually somebody that uses this particular service to get clients. And so again, really, I think the the common denominator is you provide some sort of done for you service. And I think that done for you piece is just really important because, you know, if you are selling, for example, a coaching program where you're not actually like doing the work for them, you're teaching them something, the type of buyer that you want to attract is the type of person that like wants to learn something. And so the more traditional funnel, I know we haven't really gotten into the details of the funnel yet, but the more traditional funnel for something like a coaching program would involve a lot of education on the front end. And what I you know, like to talk about with this particular funnel and this particular system is you actually don't need to do that because the done-for-you buyer behaves differently. The done-for-you buyer actually just wants the right person to show up and do the work for them. They don't want to necessarily sit through a webinar on how to run Facebook ads. For example, they just want the right person to show up who's going to run their Facebook ads for them. Okay. So you do this for other agencies like yours? Yes. And I mean, again, it has been our number one customer acquisition system for the last several years, but I don't believe in competition. And again, I'm really, you know, about especially, you know, empowering other women to be able to grow their businesses as well. And so not always, you know, other Facebook advertising agencies and other marketing agencies, but yes, this is something that I've set up for for quite a few people who might otherwise be categorized as my competitors. Okay. So Jennifer, can you walk me through a little bit about how this process works? Yes. So let me give you like the structure, which is really simple. And then I want to sort of zoom out from there and talk about like why it actually works. Because the simplicity of the structure, I think, misses so much of the real magic. So plain and simple, we run Facebook ads to cold audiences. So people who do not know us, they don't have any prior relationship with us. And these are incredibly simple ads, by the way. There's no like overly complex targeting or anything super crazy that we're doing. It's a very simple ad that goes directly to a landing page. The landing page is sort of like a long form sales page with all of the information on myself and my company and the work that we do. Then from there, we send people directly to a booking widget where they can go ahead and book a sales call with me. Part of that booking process is filling out an application form that does a lot of work in deterring the wrong people and only letting the right people in to actually get on my sales call calendar. From their booking, 
there is an email sequence that delivers. And that email sequence is really about really building that relationship between the time of when they've booked to when the call is actually occurring. And then I'm getting on Zoom call. And in many cases, within 30 minutes, I am closing people on a $20,000 plus project. Those are the pieces. But again, that in and of itself is not really the thing that makes it work. So I believe from, again, running this funnel for so many years, the thing that actually makes this work has everything to do with the specific messaging approach that we use here. So there's a lot of conversation that says you cannot just have a complete stranger who doesn't know you book a call with you and close on a $20,000 project in 72 hours. That's not allowed. You cannot do that. That like goes against all the rules of marketing, right? But because of the approach to messaging that we take, I'm actually able to build relationships on autopilot at an incredibly rapid speed so that people end up actually showing up to my sales calls saying things like, I feel like I already know you. Or, you know, I'm really like just ready to go. Can you just give me the details? And also, can we be best friends? And so again, we're just creating this this intimacy, again, this relationship building on steroids in such a short amount of time. And this is just a system that's constantly running in the background instead of me having to constantly create organic content on social media, for example, which is something that is just super draining for me. So I almost never touch these ads. They just run. And every Monday morning I wake up having not really thought about anything over the weekend and been able to totally relax. And I've got a calendar booked with qualified sales calls who already are not just deciding between advertising agency A and advertising agency B, but they've actually picked Jennifer and they've picked the ad girls because of the approach that we take to messaging and how much they already feel that connection, even if they just saw my ad yesterday and didn't know I existed the day before. So Jennifer, what is different about your approach to messaging? Okay, so let me break it down for you. So I think that um, the way that a lot of people or specific, let's, let's take the advertising agency example, just because it's, it's so easy to work with here. So if we go look, if I go look at like my own Facebook feed right now, I can find in 10 minutes, I don't know, easily 20 to 30 ads from other advertising agencies. The problem is they all look exactly the same. And the reason is that they are following the, you know, age old advice of marketing to pain points. I'm definitely not saying do not do that. There is a time and a place for that, absolutely. But the problem is, if you're marketing to the same pain points as your competitors, your ad is going to sound the ex exact same as them. And so, especially in my space, when there are so many other advertising agencies and so many people that do what I do, if all I do in my ad is talk about pain points, my ads sound like everybody else, there's no chance to stand out. You then deal with really high cost per click because your click-through rates are too low. It ends up costing you more to get more people in the funnel and the whole thing just breaks down. So I believe that in order to actually be able to use this effectively and be able to not have insanely high costs at the top of your funnel, which is what's going to ultimately influence your overall profitability, you need to be able to have ads that actually look different from everybody else. And the only way to do that is to stop talking about pain points and start talking about you. And so my message, messaging methodology has really four pieces to it. And in hitting on all four of these pieces in your ads, your landing pages, and your email sequences, that is how we are able to do this relationship building on steroids. So piece number one or bucket number one, as I call it, is credibility. And the credibility bucket is designed to create the experience of, I trust you. That's one part. We definitely want to create trust. That's awesome. Second bucket is personality. 
And that bucket is supposed to create the experience of I like you or I don't, which is actually the point. Because again, we do want to deter the wrong people. Bucket number three is vulnerability. And that is meant to create the experience of I see myself in you. I relate to you. I feel a connection with you. And then bucket number four is feel good. And that is meant to create the experience of on top of all the other experiences we just created, I can also feel good about spending my money with you because it furthers something in the world that I care about. And so when you are able to hit on that one, two, three, four punch, it's again, no longer about advertising agency A or advertising agency B. There is this relationship that is created and people are going to end up showing up to your sales calls, having already chosen you. And what a great way to have a sales call start. How long did it take you to sort of uh, hone in on this four-step system? It's a great story and it was totally an accident. So <laughs> um, I- That's I often the case. I know, right? Like it was not like, let me build a system. That is absolutely not what happened. So, I mean, I was on my own, you know, really just growing through organic marketing and word of mouth and referrals for several years, which again, I think is smart to do in the beginning. I wasn't ready to do ads back then because I really did not have- the right validation of my messaging. But I got to a point in my business where I really, I mean, I had done so many sales calls. I really, really knew exactly what to say to hit home with the people that I wanted to work with. And so I really just started playing around with ads. And I watched the advertising systems that we were building for all of our clients. And I knew that what was possible when you unlock the right system there is being able to be in control of your own growth. I mean, look, at the end of the day, that is why I love advertising so much. It's a system that, is near a guarantee once you obviously get the system working, every time you spend X, you make Y back. So instead of like the spray and pray approach, the let me show up to networking events and hope that something happens. Let me post something organic and hope that it reaches the right person. There's a real system there. But I didn't see anything out there that seemed to be really specific for done for you service providers slash agency owners. Everything out there seemed like it was trying to take the approach for you know, an online course or a coaching program and make it work for agency owners and done for your service providers. But it didn't make sense to me. And I kept thinking, what is the right lead magnet for my audience? They don't want to watch, for example, a webinar on Facebook ads because they don't, my clients don't want to know anything about it. They want the right person to do it for them. And so in going through that thought process of what could be the right lead magnet, I had this idea of maybe the answer is there isn't one. This doesn't make sense. You cannot do this, quote unquote. Let me try it and see what happens. And so it really started with, I'm just going to exist as myself in my marketing and, you know, spend $50 a day and see if it does anything. And when it ended up working so well, I kind of ended up tracing my steps. So it wasn't, let me build the system. It was, I'm going to exist as myself. I'm going to just try a bunch of stuff. And when I started to see what works, I looked backwards and said, okay, what are the pieces that made this work? And that's how I sort of came up with the, you know, different nuances of the system. Now, what happens if something changes drastically with regard to either Facebook or your access to Facebook? Excellent question. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> that's always my fear when it comes to doing stuff on social media platforms. What happens if I know people where this has happened? What happens if I get locked out of my Facebook account and they don't tell me why and I can't get back in? Yeah. Or right, right now there's a lot of... Uh, political pressure on Facebook as a company. And we've seen what's happened in the last year to their stock value. You know, what happens if a year from now, suddenly Facebook is no more, right? What do yeah. you do? 
Well, I mean, look, totally possible, right? Obviously, we have no idea what's going to happen. And a little bit of advertising on any social media platform, any platform that isn't yours is a little bit nature of the beast where there's some risk. I think that is just like the reality period. Here's what I can say, though. Well, two things. Number one, this approach could be replicated on another platform, right? It's not the Facebook ads that make this work. The Facebook ads just happens to be like a tool inside of a system. We could take this system and execute it on YouTube, on TikTok, really anywhere else. So that's just one part of it. But the other thing um, is, I know that you're really talking about something like getting locked out of your account, but I know another thing in terms of you know, are we going all in on a platform and is that dangerous is you have all these changes with the algorithm that come out all the time. And, you know, ads don't work the way that they did a year ago or two years ago. But what's really interesting is that I first started testing this funnel in the beginning of 2020. I won't get into like all the nerdy details because it's not important. But in 2021, there was something called the iOS 14 updates, which more or less is Apple and Facebook are fighting. It's like the most basic um, way to to describe it. And so that changed up a lot of the algorithm. It changed up how ads work as we know it. I mean, it's almost like running ads pre-iOS 14 and post are like two totally different skill sets and jobs. And yet this funnel had the staying power. And again, I think it's because it's not about the Facebook ads, right? We really use the messaging as the thing that does the work. It's so much more than just here's an ad strategy. It's this is how you can build relationships very quickly on autopilot and actually like exist as yourself fully in your business online. And that be the thing that attracts your perfect people to you. We could use any platform. We could use organic. We could just have this be something you follow for the copy on your website and it's going to, you know, have a positive so impact. So you think this this can work for organic traffic also, not just paid ads? I do. And I mean, you know, once you, here's the thing, once you really hone in on your four messaging buckets, the content that you want to, you know, present to your target audience in terms of credibility, vulnerability, personality, and feel good. That's a framework for any content you create going forward. That's a framework for showing up on a podcast. It's a framework for speaking on stages. You now know the points that you need to hit that have your audience suddenly feel that connection to you. So it's not just about ads. It's something you can use everywhere. Yeah, no, that's a great point. So yeah, thank, thank you for sharing all that. Um, I wanted to ask you something that's slightly different, which is... Cool. And, you know, particularly since you spend all your time online, can you share your experience with online communities? With online communities? Do you mean like Facebook groups? Either Facebook groups, private groups, you know, private communities, any place where what you might define as community gathers where you interact with them. Yeah. I mean, I would say a large part of my life maybe obviously, is specifically lived on Facebook. And I think so much of the earlier years, you know, now I have a business partner and I have a team, but in the beginning it was just me and it was just me for several years. And I've been part of a lot of these, primarily they are just Facebook groups for female entrepreneurs in the coaching space and the courses space and the agency space. And I think the fact that even if I don't go into those groups right now to interact, most of my feed is just really like positive forwarding information about women doing really cool things in business and making a lot of money. I think that that has such an impact on just like my overall like mindset and mental health and day-to-day everything because that's you know what I'm seeing constantly reflected back to me. So I'm definitely a fan of consciously curating your feed because if you're looking at it all the time and we know that what we see, you know, has an impact on our everything, why not use that to your advantage? Right. So for you, 
having some connection to various communities helps helps you in what you see and in particular helps your mindset. Absolutely. I mean, I remember in the beginning of COVID, right, March 2020, a lot of online business owners are freaking out. And, you know, I happen to be in a community with enough really, really high-end, multi-multi-seven-figure business owners who are way ahead of me. And their conversations were so different. Their conversations were, how are we going to make this work? How are we going to pivot? How are we going to, instead of the freak out? And so even just having exposure to something like that, I think it, you know, made me see, okay, like there's an opportunity to step into that side of it. So yeah, I've, I've gotten a lot of benefit from being and having access to those types of groups. What's your definition of community? <sighs> that is a great question. You know, I think just like your people, the people that are your people, right? All different types, all different types of communities, but just finding those little pockets of your people. Sounds great. Jennifer, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau. If somebody wants to go deeper with anything that you've shared today or access any resources you have, where would be the best place for them to go? Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, definitely always down to just connect with people on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me, Jen Spivak, Jen with two N's. If you want to learn anything about our agency and what we're up to, that's theadgirls.com. Then lastly, I have a an online course that really dives a lot deeper into building out this entire funnel for your business, establishing your messaging buckets, and getting this Facebook ad system working for you. And so I've actually created a 25% off coupon just for your audience. David. And so the link for that program, if you guys want to go check it out, it's jenniferspivak.com slash million dash dollar dash, dash agency. The program is called Million Dollar Agency. There's just a dash in between each of those words in the URL and the 25% off coupon code is smash. Sounds great. Well, thank you for offering that. And Jennifer, I want to thank you so much for being here today. My guest has been the CEO of the Ad Girls Agency, Jennifer Spivak. Thank you again, Jennifer, for joining us. Thanks, David. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. On today's episode with Jennifer Spivak, we learned the four messaging points that will differentiate your digital ads from everyone else. Are you building a community? Check out Circle, the all-in-one community platform for creators and brands. Bring together engaging discussions, members, live streams, chat, events, and memberships, all in one place, all under your own brand. Circle is the platform we use in the Smashing the Plateau community. I love the way Circle puts your people, discussions, and content all in one place. Get a free 14-day trial of Circle at smashingtheplateau.com slash circle. That's smashingtheplateau.com slash circle. I'm David Schreiner-Kahn. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode. <laughs>